0: Welcome to Songs of Inspiration, a monthly podcast that brings you interviews and performances by local singer-songwriters with the goal to give space to the music community and share local artists' messages and stories with the world. I'm your host, Lars Wickman. Thanks for joining us, everyone. On today's episode, we'll talk to Wynne Doran a singer-songwriter from Nashua, New Hampshire, whose soul-tinged songs dig deep into the personal stories of living and persevering with chronic illness and depression. In 2018, Wynn was selected as one of 13 songwriters to work with Ben Folds at a songwriting retreat in California. In 2019, she released her debut album, Thick of It, with sold-out shows in both Boston and Chicago. In 2020, she released the single, Cigarettes, and took to remote collaborations during the pandemic, connecting with 30 plus artists and producers worldwide to write and record one new song a week. Currently, you can find when playing live with their bandmates, Lucia Jean on bass and vocals, and Heidi Tierney on drums and vocals. Together, their sound is rich with primal haunting energy and powerful harmonies. When they're not on stage, you can find them in the studio working on their upcoming LP, I'm really excited to have her here for our first episode. So without further ado, let's dive into the interview. Hey everyone, I'm here with Wynne Doran. Thanks for being on the podcast, Wynne.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Really excited to have you here today. I gave our audience some highlights of your career in the intro, uh, but I wanted to kind of start at the very beginning. Can you share a little bit about how you got started as a singer, songwriter, and musician?
1: Sure. Um, well, it was kind of a windy path. I grew up a choir nerd, so music was always part of my life. Um, but it wasn't until my 20s that I started putting pen to paper. And that started with a Craigslist ad, actually. for oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, a man was looking for a female harmonist, basically, for his band. And I always loved singing harmonies to the radio. And put my hat in the ring, and that led to my first band called Strangers by Accident, and he kind of let me work with his songs, and that was the first time that I was tapping into my creative side and getting kind of a thirst for how cool it was to work on original music. Um, And that then led to me trying my hand at my own writing Um, and things kind of got crazy from there. I got accepted to a writing retreat with one of my idols, Ben Folds, and that led to my first album because I worked that week on all of my own material and Very cool. Now it has a huge like grip on me to write my own story it has been a very powerful
0: thing. Nice.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: Uh, When was the moment you knew you wanted to uh, pursue this as something like full-time?
1: Ooh, that's such a good question. Um, I think coming out of that retreat, so that was was spring of 2018. And then I kind of never stopped writing when I got home from there. Mm and ended up linking with up with Devin Dawson who's a producer out of Waltham, Massachusetts. Oh cool. And he helped me write and record my first album and that was the that was when I was really looking at the songs and my life and feeling like it was something bigger than me that felt more profound than anything I had ever done (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that was kind of the turning point of life where it was like oh wait a second this is what I've been waiting for very cool
0: nice (laughs) what was the biggest challenge you faced kind of pursuing the passion for music and what did you do to kind of overcome that
1: yeah um I think just being in my own head, being in my own head and being my own boss are two really difficult things in terms of um, really, I mean, creatively, that's a challenge in itself, Mm -hmm. Um, being up against myself and um, my own inner demons about not being good enough. That's one challenge. And another challenge is just... um, not being accountable to anybody but myself mm-hmm. so really having my own goals for my career but at the end of the day if there's nobody like making sure that I'm on task so those two things have been a huge struggle for the past like three or four years as a songwriter um how have I overcome them also a great question um just a lot of like self-discipline um i've also joined some different like artist advocacy groups where i'm with other creatives and we share our challenges and yeah that's been a huge thing of like you're kind of all your own entrepreneurs in a way Mm -hmm. um holding one another accountable or also cheering one another on so
0: that's amazing (laughs) thank you you uh, write a lot of songs. Um, can you tell me if you have any creative routines that you use to keep kind of the inspiration flowing?
1: Yeah, um, I feel like I just feel like I always want to write. <laughs> like <laughs> it's actually harder for me not not to be writing. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, my day-to-day with creativity is kind of the morning time Um, I'm a big meditator, Mm -hmm. and so I like to set up my writing sessions with meditating for about 10 to 15 minutes and make it feel really magical, like light candles and kind of like, I don't know, kind of coax the creativity, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, And yeah, that's a huge, like, I have a ton of songs that will never see the light of day that it's just become such a fun part of living to yeah to write things and not put too much. I think the more I write, the less pressure I put on the writing. Yeah, yeah. Then I can later on leave it to like the the analytical win hat to put on where I say, okay, here are twenty creative babies. Now I'll choose these two to like bring to the band.
0: Or... That's really cool. I <laughs> think Yeah, I I've been doing that the course the artist way recently. Yes. And I think there's a saying from that book like creator let me take care of the quantity and you take yes. care of the quality or something like that. Yes. And yeah, it's been a really cool thing and yeah.
1: I love that I um did the artist's way. Over uh COVID, I think it was 2021 spring. Oh, cool. Um, I worked through it and yeah, that is a really powerful book. Yeah, it's cool. It really is, yeah. It. Yeah.
0: Cool. What are some artists or mentors that have inspired you along the way?
1: Yeah. Um, a huge one is a woman by the name of Liz Bills. Um, she's both an artist and a mentor. Um I met her in 2017, also through Craigslist. Craigslist <laughs> has been very good to me. <laughs> um, and she was looking for a backup singer. And oh, cool. so I sang backup in her band kind of before I was writing and playing solo. And um, she was just such like a powerful woman uh, with a six-piece band and such a loving creative force um and so she's she's the first person to come to mind for that um ben folds again i know i brought him up before and i think he did in the intro (laughs) um but he's been huge like the album that i'm about to go record um two of the songs were assignments from him oh wow yeah (laughs) so um he was really the first person to make me go way deep into myself Mm -hmm. like it's really easy to not be honest with yourself Mm -hmm. in writing and it wasn't until him um, and his creative guidance that I really faced myself (laughs) yeah wow that's really cool
0: um, I actually wanted to ask you a little bit about that songwriting retreat with him. What yeah. was that like? And uh, did he kind of give you things to focus on during that retreat or did you write directly with him? Or
1: Yeah, so that was, um, it was four or five days and each day we had to write two songs and you would wake up. And you would get assignment from teacher Ben, (laughs) like first thing in the morning. And then that would be 9 a.m. And by noon, you would have to have a song and you would show it to him. Um, And since it was pretty intimate, about 13 of us or so, um, we'd all get up, show our songs, and he would give us direct feedback and then do the same thing again for the afternoon. After we had our feedback, he'd give us the next assignment and then after dinner, we'd show the song. Wow. Um, yeah, it was insane. And so he gave us both views of how to approach songwriting with kind of the way that he gave us those personal assignments. But then also, he doesn't beat around the bush in terms of when you'd show him his a song, he'd be brutally honest about like what's beautiful about it, how you can go deeper within it and um, it was just like a surreal, surreal week. Um, Yeah.
0: That's really cool.
1: (laughs) Thanks, yeah. Uh,
0: A few weeks back, I went and saw uh, your band, Win in the White Lights, play at the Burren Um, and you all sounded great uh, and really compliment each other on stage. Uh, How did you meet Lucia and Heidi? Yeah,
1: so I met them Almost exactly a year ago. Well, I'd played with Heidi in a former band. Um, She moved to Connecticut over um, the pandemic, so she was a little far. But then the first song I ever released, Places Unknown, um, I released on International Women's Day in 2019. Mm -hmm. And last year, um, it was just that time where everything was feeling safe enough to get in the room with a band again. And so I thought, okay, we're coming, you know, out of this dark period of where I didn't feel comfortable being with people in a room. And I want to get an all-woman band to play the first song that I ever wrote and released for International Women's Day 2022. So I had this idea, of course, like two weeks before International Women's Day. So it's like crunch time if I could pull it off. Oh, wow. And I was texting any female musicians I knew to just see, like, if we do this next weekend, who can show up? And those
0: were the two that showed up. <laughs> That's really cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, and um, it, it really is wild to think about now because – They've just had the song, you know, we couldn't be in the room ahead of the shoot for that video mm-hmm. and I just trusted that we'd all <laughs> show up and we did and we played it our first time, the three of us, and we looked at each other and we were like, this is it.
0: <laughs> That's really cool. And when that energy <laughs> happens, it's it's rare and it's yeah. tough to find. Yeah,
1: yeah, truly. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's crazy, like a year later, because they are my band. And in that moment, I was in denial because I thought, how will these awesome people, like, how will we make it work? Um, we all live, Heidi's in Connecticut, Lucia's in Mass, I'm in New Hampshire. We're far, but we've made it work. And yeah, the music that we make together just feels really special.
0: Very cool. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, really um, great stage presence and the harmonies are are super powerful.
1: Thank you, thank you.
0: The song, Places Unknown, uh, that we were just sort of talking about a little bit, um, is really interesting. Uh, From what I take away from the lyrics, it's um, about walking away from something and seeking kind of an unknown path. Can you tell us a little bit about the story behind how you wrote that?
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's my first baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I, um I was going to school to be a doctor in Cambridge mm-hmm. and um I had actually left a corporate job for that path already um because I had grown up with chronic illness and once I was working in the corporate world I was thinking like how do I it didn't feel right mm-hmm. so I decided to jump ship moved to Cambridge was taking classes That corresponded with the time of that Craigslist ad with um, Brian, my first bandmate, who I mentioned before, and I was starting to get that music itch, and then at the same time, everything was feeling wrong in Mm -hmm. my life i was like i don't know what i'm doing i went to college and i left this one path now i'm taking pre-med classes and i grew up hating science so what the (laughs) heck am i doing here (laughs) and um so one of the days that that felt so wrong my apartment in cambridge actually burned down oh wow yeah and um i that was my last semester And I was supposed to uh, take the MCAT and apply to um, med school, and I had to take a step back. And that was really like this chapter of my journey starting with music that I didn't fully know at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And that all weaves into places unknown because it kind of was like I kept trying these paths out. Mm -hmm. They weren't feeling good. I would take a left here, and that was wrong. And it was this this culmination of embracing the unknown and trying to stop being so scared by it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, And it definitely feels like it was a stronger part of myself giving that sad part of myself like a pep talk at the time. because now I feel like I'm maybe on that other side but when I wrote it it was like just me writing that for my own solace. Yeah,
0: that's that's a tough thing to go through. Definitely a heavy experience to be kind of pursuing a bunch of different paths and then Yeah. um figuring out what's right, but great that you found the music path and
1: Thank you. um
0: that you've been doing awesome with it and
1: Thank you so yeah. much.
0: <laughs> What's one piece of advice you'd give to any songwriters that are just starting out? Mm.
1: Ooh. Stop caring about what everybody else thinks. <laughs> <laughs> and that's
2: so hard. It really is. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's real. Like, I think about the early writing that I was doing before I was showing it to anybody. And it really, like, I was trying really hard to write it for other people, even though they didn't see it. And I don't know, you really just got to write it for yourself and think about it like no one else will hear it. Mm -hmm. And then let yourself later decide if people get that special access to hear it. I love that.
0: Yeah, I think... Going back to the artist's way, that's another thing that they talk about is just kind of protecting your creativity and like trying to just keep it close until you're ready to release it to the world yeah
1: exactly it's so true those morning pages are you doing morning pages yes. at all <laughs> Yeah, <Yep. laughs> They're that's super so hard but it is like, <laughs> It is really hard <laughs> yeah I feel like that's the first time that you're like well not you but that was the first time I was starting to get really honest with myself too yeah. Yeah. and it took a while to get there like, yeah
0: definitely <laughs> yeah sometimes The morning pages, you dance around it (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm
1: like, oh, look at the carpet. It's blue. (laughs) Like, am I done yet? (laughs) Yeah.
0: So you're going into the studio soon. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about where you're recording and who's producing it and what songs you're working on?
1: Yeah. Um, We're going to Maine. We're going to a place called Great North Sound Society. It's in the woods. It's a cabin. Um, We get to stay there and record for the full uh, six days. And um, a man named Colin Lester Fleming will be producing it. He's worked both at Q Division in the Cambridge area and out of Great North Sound Society. Um, And yeah, I... I'm so excited. <laughs> what was the other part of the question? I know there was a second half of a little bit about the songs. So yeah, and, yeah. Yeah, so this was all, again, going back to the COVID times, I was writing about one song a week for a long time, and a lot of them are songs nobody will hear. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when the band came together, I started to see um, songs rising to the top that we're forming into a story that really felt like a full length album, which is very exciting for very me. Cool. <laughs> yeah. um, and so that's, we have 10 songs. Um, it really feels like a journey through grief and um, like a lot of different facets of emotions that come, like there are some that are very angry, there are some that are peaceful, Um, like a softer side of me and a rock side Mm -hmm. um, will be there. And I used to think as an artist, you kind of had to choose one and now I'm really excited to feel like, no, you don't.
3: That's cool. (laughs)
1: You can kind of have that full palette of emotions because humans have a full palette of emotions Absolutely, yeah um so yeah i'm really excited
0: very awesome we'll
1: see what happens
0: (laughs) cool well uh, i'm excited to hear you play some stuff for us uh what songs are you gonna play today
1: yeah so i'm gonna play miles above which is a song from my first album i'm gonna play heal me which is a teaser that will be recorded um in the month to come um I'm going to play Thick of It, which is the title track off of my first album.
2: Nice. And, yeah, I think that's... Cool. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, excited to hear it. And, uh, yeah, let's uh, jump into the performance.
2: Great. Thank you, Lars. Thanks. I boarded a plane only to shift my fate when the world went black in twenty years. Since I have laid still This time, this time. All right,
1: this next song is a new one um, that I'm about to record. This is called Heal Me.
2: Then you cursed my name Never been the same Two crippled souls tongue tied Can you see me? Can you hear me? Can you heal me? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you you
3: see me?
1: Today is the title track off of my first album. This is called Thick of It. Thank you so much, Lars, for having me.
2: Is mine or spit off to me? Thank you so much. Again, I'm Wyn
1: Doran. Uh, You can find me at WynneDoran.com. W-Y-N-D-O-R-A-N. Thank you so much, Lars, for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to Songs of Inspiration. Until next time, keep supporting live music, stay safe, and be well. This podcast is produced by True to the Vision Music. For more information, check out LarsWickman.net.